This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. I know you'll be alright Even when times get hard And you feel like you're in the dark You will see Just how beautiful life can be when you soften your heart, you can finally start to live your truthiest life. Welcome back to The Truthiest Life, everyone. I'm so excited for you to meet today's guest, a good friend of mine, I guess is the word I'll go with, uh, Mimi. Hi, Mimi. Hi, my love. We're recording this at around two o'clock Eastern time, but my biggest regret for this interview is that we didn't do it at like 7 a.m. So I could start my day with your vibrant energy and smile on your face, which you always have. Thank you, my love. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> It's always a good time, no matter what time. I tell my students all the time, good morning. Even if it's 6 p.m., I, I open up with good morning. So <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I love that. Well, as you can see, she Mimi is an amazing yoga teacher, if you didn't pick up on that. And it's no secret that she's one of Miami's most popular teachers. That's where I met Mimi. Evan and I strolled into her class at Soul Yoga I don't know, three years ago, and we were instantly smitten with her energy, what you're picking up on already. And I have been really lucky to follow you online for a bunch of years now and get some of that radiance, even though I'm not a student in your physical class right now. Uh, thank you. First of all, thank you for having me. Second of all, the feeling is mutual. I feel exactly the same towards you. And it's just incredible how you and I, we don't see each other so much. But from the first time we met, we clicked, we immediately had this amazing connection. And you've always supported me, loved me and, and been just an amazing 
person. So thank you. And I'm honored to call you my friend. Thank you. Thank you. And you're one of the few people who have witnessed me in a yoga class. I don't know if you remember what I do in yoga classes, but it's usually not what everybody else is doing. I I remember one class I was in Shavasana the entire time. You were in Shavasana the whole time, right after your wedding. And the truth is, this is the beauty about yoga is listening to your body, giving your body exactly what it needs, because it's the mature way to practice. Yoga is not a competition. Stepping on your mat is enough. So (laughs) I respect that. You're so right. When I used to show up to yoga in the beginning of my practice and it really hadn't all clicked for me, things were starting to click, but I was starting to like learn the positions and I was finding strength. I really brought a lot of ego to the mat when it came to, you know, how much I could do or how impressive my positions were. And that what I love so much about Yoga is that we continue to show up and that ego just becomes more obvious and it's easier to like step away and just really honor whatever you need. So I'm so grateful to you teachers who facilitate such beautiful transformation. Thank you. Yes, it's a practice, my love. It's not easy to step out of your ego, but it is a daily, daily practice. It's it's just like practicing the breath, like practice, practicing the pose. You practice stepping out of your ego. It's the same thing. So let's back up a little bit. I think everyone's picking up on your accent a little bit. Yes. What is your exact background? <laughs> So I am a mix of everything. I was born in France. I am not French. My parent, both my parents are from Lebanon, Lebanese. So from the Middle East. I never lived in Lebanon, did not grow up in Lebanon. I grew up in Saudi Arabia, uh, which is in the Gulf. And yeah, I lived in Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia from when I was two years old up to seven years ago, 30 years old. And obviously English is not my first language. So <laughs> so do you, wait, so what is your first language? Arabic. Arabic. Yes. And do you, do you think in Arabic? Like are the voices, the words in your head in Arabic? Yes. Interesting. I'm so fascinated by people who come here and they do so much with their voice. So like when I was a registered dietitian, I had so many of my um, colleagues, English was their second language. And then to learn nutrition, like this other thing. And then so for you to learn yoga, this this other science, if you will, and then translate that to your students is like... It's not easy, but, you know, we can do hard things. <laughs> you make it look very easy. I did not realize that it was only seven years ago yes. that you moved here. Yes. Well, wow. I, sp- I I grew up and uh, like, spe- like we spoke English. It's not like we didn't speak English, but English was not our first language. Arabic was the mm. first language in the house, but I studied English in school. So that's... And, and then we traveled every year. We came to the US, we went to Europe. So English was always there. But obviously, I do have an accent and Arabic is my first language. Yes. So what drew you to the US? Or what brought you here? So seven years ago, I had no choice but to move to the US because uh, my daughter is uh, Hala, who you know, you you met Hala, you met her at the studio. So Hala is nine years old. And I moved to the US for her. She suffers a muscle condition. And uh, unfortunately, where I was living in Saudi Arabia, they did not have the care that she needs no medical care for her disease. 
and um, no special schools and all that stuff. So I just had to make that decision with like in one day, I decided to just stay here. I came for the summer in 2014 to Miami. And then one day I was like, I'm not going back. I'm staying here and it's just the right thing to do. So you were married and you have a son too. Yes, I was married at the time. I just got, I just recently got my divorce in November. I finalized my divorce. I was married since 2001. So I was married for 19 years, Lisa. So how old were you when you... I was 17. And my son is 16. He lives with his father now in Saudi Arabia. I live, yes, I live in the US with Hala. And life is good, you know. Life teaches you that when you make hard decisions, you, your life, it doesn't become easy, but it becomes easier, easier life. And if you take the easy decisions, then you live a harder life, at least in my personal Mm. experience. Yeah. Wow. That was really profound. When you make the easy decisions, you live a harder life. That hits. It stings a little, but... It, it really, it settles for a little. I didn't really, I mean, I know it. that, you know, like the stinging that you get is, is what makes it worth it. I knew that a lot had happened for you this year as a lot happened for a lot of people, but I didn't realize such a cosmic shift. So when you moved here originally, did your previous husband come with you? Yes. Yes. Your ex-husband yes. as we call Yes. My, my previous husband. <laughs> your ex-husband. I don't know why I yeah, said that. My ex moved with me he was here with me and he's he was here for like close to four years and I mean I've been here seven years so close to four years he was back and forth but I would say 80% of his time was in the US he was not involved so his presence was like his non-presence you know oh oh I didn't yes he was not involved at all at all at all and um and then last year as you said a lot of a lot of big changes happened to a lot of people and I was in Saudi Arabia in last March doing hosting a teacher training and that's when you know we started to hear COVID 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 everything's going to start to close everything's going to start to shut down people my friends here in Miami would tell me, Mimi, like, don't come back. The studios are going to close. And I'm like, no, I need to come back. Like my daughter cannot stay in Saudi Arabia. So I took the last flight out, Lisa, on March 15th in 2020. I took the last flight out. Something, this voice told me, Mimi, get on this flight and get out. Just get out. And I came to the U.S., not that the U.S. was open or anything. Everything was just shutting down minute by minute, you know, and it was not an easy decision, but it made my life so much easier. I went through my divorce. That's when I filed for a divorce. That's when I moved out of my big house. That's when I gave up a lot of things that were just temporary, Lisa, you know, because really the permanent is not, is not what you see. It's not the big house. It's not the stuff that we have. It's not, this is all extra. It's here. It's inside. Like, are you really happy? You know, you need to look inside. So even though you were married for the last 19 years, and since you moved to US, you were doing a lot on your own with Hala and your son as well. Yes. Okay. So is it hard for to have your son so far away, especially in times of COVID? Of course, it's hard. It's hard. It's it's hard on any mother to, to live away from her children. But he's happy. He's very happy. He's a teenager. 
he gets along with his father. They're very much alike, which is great, you know. And and he has a lot of cousins living in Saudi Arabia. You have to like when when I moved to the U.S. seven years ago, my son was almost ten years old, so he was traumatized. We just left everything there and started a new life in the U.S. He was traumatized. He missed his cousins. He missed his friends. He missed his room, his toys, all of that stuff. So he's very happy to be there. So. As long as he's happy, I'm happy. Do I miss him? I miss him every every day, of course. But thank God for FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It really does fill a really big void. It's not the same as in person, but it does help a lot. So when you met your husband and you were, you said 17 or when you got married? I met him at 17 and married him at 17. My marriage was an arranged marriage. I see. Yes. Okay. And who were you then? That's a great question. I don't know. I don't remember who I was. I was a young teen. I, I can I can come up with the word now. I was a young teen that thought I was doing the right, taking the right choice or the right decision, you know? But was it your choice though? I mean, it was arranged, but I also had a choice. I did. And I was like, I was like, why not? You know, he's eight years older than me. He's educated. He has his own business. He's going to take me to Miami. 17 years old. What are you thinking at that age? I didn't really want to go to college. You know, I just graduated high school. I I, I took the easy, the easy. <laughs> and then I paid the price. I had a hard, hard life. <laughs> Did you, did, was yoga part of your life always or? Yeah, not at all. I started yoga at 30. At 30? Yes. I started yoga when I moved to the U.S. Oh my gosh. If you asked me at 29, do you want to go to a yoga class? I would tell you, what is yoga? I don't know what yoga is. I don't know if everyone knows this about you, yeah. even your students. Do your students know this I about mean, you? They're, they're, they're finding out every single day. Like, what? I'm like, yes, I've, I've been teaching three and a half years, almost four years. And I've been practicing seven years. Wow. Well, it's amazing because, like I said, you you have such a gift as a teacher. You play the, what's the instrument called again that I love? Harmonium. Yes. Oh, that, this, it's this is my drug, Lisa. Teaching. Teaching has become, it, it is it is my drug. It's my daily drug. Practicing not so much, by the way. It's the teaching. So practicing doesn't do for you what teaching does? Not, not at all. Why do you think that is? You know, there's something about making people feel good and mm -hmm. helping people. There's this this feeling that's so hard to explain, but it's very rewarding, you know? It's not about you when you teach, it's about others. And, and you know, I feel that you, you discover yourself and you get to know yourself even more when you, when you are in service. Yoga is, is a service, it's labor of love. Yes, I have a business and I do teacher trainings and retreats and all that. But, you know, going to the studio every day or teaching on mimiyoga.com every day, this is, it's all labor of love. Very interesting. You have had such a profound shift. And I think the most interesting thing about you for me, as I continue to learn more, is that you kind of arrive to the U.S., which is not where you're from. You learn yoga. You start teaching yoga. You have a really challenging home life that... You know, I used to follow you and see you in your big house and all of that. And I never would have thought that 
I thought you were just private about your home life, not that there was, you know, really big struggles or what I, those are my words, not yours. Right. I never knew any of that. And yet when you emerge on your Instagram stories or in person or in a yoga class, you possess confidence like I've never seen. You know, I would have thought that you've been teaching yoga for 20 years. Where does the confidence come from? Faith. A lot of faith. In yourself, in God, in... In myself. And, you know... I respect the word God, but I don't use the word God as much. I, I do believe in a higher power and, and yes, faith. I pray, I ask for help. It's faith. Well, when making big decisions, like you said, to come to the U.S., you made it in a second yeah. for Hala, for your daughter. For Hala, yes. When it came to making a big decision for you, like leaving a seemingly comfortable life and marriage. It took many years, Lisa. So you didn't have as much confidence there to right. plow I, out. But I knew, I knew that this was the only chance I had to make that decision. Because let me go back a little bit. He, when, when I came back to the U.S. in March, he called me like a week later, and my ex-husband. And he said, and, and mind you, we are separated. Like we have no life together, nothing. He's just a husband on, on paper, on contract, and a provider. I have, to, I have to give it to him. He was an incredible provider. And he called me and he said, listen, I think you need to pack up and, and come back to Saudi Arabia. And I said, what are you talking about? Like, there's no way I'm going to come back to Saudi Arabia, Bob. Like, his nickname is Bob. And he's like, no, you do need to come back. I cannot keep a house in, in the U.S. and a house in, in Saudi Arabia. Like, you need to pack and come back. There's, there's a pandemic going on. And now we know what to do with Hala. Uh, we can do the therapy at home. I said, absolutely not. We don't know what to do with Hala. She has like six people working on her on a weekly basis. Speech therapy, occupational therapy, PT, her, her teachers, all that stuff, the school. I said, no, like it's not going to happen. And he's like, you're using this as an excuse, blah, blah, blah. And he said very hurtful things to me. Like I, I don't want, I can't even repeat them, to be honest. I'm so ashamed to, to repeat them here. But he was so abusive uh, with, with the way he spoke to me. And it just like the switch came up, Lisa. And I'm like, he, and he told me, he, he threatened me. He said, you come back or I am cutting you off. I said, okay, cut me off. It's over. Mm, it just, it sounds very parental in yes. that way. I'm like, no more. I put my foot on the ground and I said, I don't care anymore. Take your house, take your cars, take everything. Just, you know, there's freedom has a cost, you know? Were you scared in that moment to leave some of your comforts? <laughs> very scared, very scared. I'm not going to lie to you. I was very scared. I didn't sleep for days. I cried. I, you know, I started selling stuff like panic mode, you know, like call the real, real, come take my watch, take my, take my bag, take, like I, I went into this panic mode and then I calmed down after I took advice from lawyers, to be honest. I, 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 I was like, I need to go see a lawyer. And my lawyer said, listen, like it doesn't work that way. This is the USA. This is not Saudi Arabia. You know, mm. like you've been married in, in Florida, you've been married 19 years. You have a lot of rights, woman, like relax. 
Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and, and then we started communicating, him and I were communicating through family members. His, one of his sisters is just incredible. And I told her, you know, I, I don't want to have a war with him. But he, he, he needs to he needs to do the right thing. You know, I'm not here to go after his company or his house or nothing. He needs to at least pay Hala's bills. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. can work. I can take care of myself, although he has to give me something. But I was like, I don't want it. Just pay my daughter's bills. That's it. And we came to an agreement and he's been he's been good. So and I'm working and, you know, the best thing any woman or any human can do is, is to be independent and depend on no one. It's, it's so true. And it's so easy to, you know, have a provider and allow them to provide. And especially when it comes from some sort of a loving place, even was there some love in the beginning? Between him and I, Lisa, no. Yeah, okay. No. no. A friendship or no? Not, I wish, not even a friendship. Not, not, like some of my friends would tell me, oh, you're like roommates. I'm like, not even roommates. Like we, we, we never talked. We, it was always like, what's for lunch? Where's my shoe? Where's my belt? Did you pay this bill? You know? You were the personal assistant the personal in assistant. some way. That's it. Oh, Call okay. me when I'm teaching a yoga class. And tell me, tell the, the the housekeeper to put my lunch on the table. I'm like, you're at home. T- tell her. You know, <laughs> I'm about to start teaching a class. No. Wow. Yoga empowered me so much, Lisa. Like the moment I started to practice yoga and go to my teacher's class, I don't know what happened. It's like you come home and you're like, with all these problems, with all his abuse, you're like, I don't care. It's, it's It has nothing to do with me. It's him, you know? Mm. But it took me it took me a good 12, 13 years to to figure that out. <laughs> well, it sounds like yoga was your savior in so many ways and still is. still is. Yeah, of course, it continues to teach. But I mean, to have that healing every day, it's like a drop of medicine uh-huh. every day to what sounds like, you know, a burn at home, not physically, just, you know, somebody, somebody saying you're not that you're worthless, but perhaps just making you feel like you're worthless, no, telling you to just, me, put- he made me and told me I am worthless. He made me feel and told me many times I'm worthless. I'm dumb. I don't know what I'm doing. Why are you doing your teacher training? What you want to become a yoga teacher now? And I'm like, yes, it's, it's even, even moving to the U S empowered me. I started to know and understand and figure out that he cannot do anything to me here. You know what I'm saying? And I got my U.S. citizenship in 2017 thanks to him. It's the best thing he gave me, to be honest, because he was a, he is a citizen. And uh, through marriage, you, you become a citizen. And Lisa, it was like the most beautiful, amazing day of my life when I got my citizenship. I'm like, freedom. Yeah. And, and so a lot of people, you know, in the, especially in the past year, especially young people, don't understand the freedoms that we have, even though we've got a lot of work to do. Like any other country, like any other place, but like my American, American friends tell me, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what you like about the US. And I'm like, yeah, go, go to Lebanon or Saudi Arabia and then come to come tell me that. Right. You no, know? it's the land of the free. I don't care what anybody says. 
So not all men in Saudi Arabia, I would imagine, are similar to this. I mean, I remember I met your dad and he seemed no, really my dad, loving. My dad is my best friend. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is, is he with you here in the States now? He is. He is. My dad, my dad moved to the U.S. two and a half years ago for me. He knew I was suffering, but he, he was in a, in a very hard position himself. He was going through his own problems, financially work, all that stuff. And he was not able to help me. And it just broke his heart so much. So he told me, I'm just gonna leave everything and come and and live in the US. And he lived with me in my big house at the time for one full year. And he worked for me, like he was taking the kids to school, he was going to the grocery store and all that stuff until he he managed to save up some some money and he rented himself a, a tiny little place. And now he he works for Instacart. He's an Instacart driver. Yeah. Oh my gosh, amazing. Yeah. And where is does he live near you? Now you're living in an apartment, right? He, yes, I moved to an apartment in Brickell. So he's in the Gables. So we're like 10 minutes, 10 minutes away from each other is your mom in the my, picture? Mo- my mom no no my mom is in the picture but she's back and forth from miami and lebanon because she has to go check on my brother who suffers from schizophrenia mm. and he's institutionalized in lebanon so she you know a mother so she's she's like i just can't abandon him and stay here so she comes back and forth she's like 50 percent in in the u.s 50 percent in lebanon but are your mom and dad still married yeah there's they've been married for like 42 years and you know it's like she lives her life he lives his life but when they're together lisa they are like best friends. Right. Well, that's what I was kind of saying. Like when they are physically together, yeah. did you see a relationship that was different than the one that you had? Uh-huh. So you knew what to look for. Big time. Like my dad, my, when my dad moved to the, to the U.S. two years ago, he, he was hearing from my mom because my mom would come and visit me and she would go back and tell him like, I don't know, but this is so weird. Like Mimi's husband is just weird. Like this is not normal. And my dad was like, he's like, until I came and I lived in your house, that's, I was like, this is not normal. So no one knew your reality for 15, 17 years. No, I would not complain to them, Lisa, because I don't want them to hate him. And I don't want them to worry about me constantly. So I would Mm -hmm. not, I would not say a word. My mom would just come and see, you know, but I, I never complained ever. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 
Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. So coming here and, you know, you're French, Arabic, I guess more Arabic? No, Saudi. What is is your nationality? Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern. American, please. I'm an American. American. Yes, you're an American. (laughs) Well, I'm just, you know, like like your son who came when he was 10 and left his culture behind, which is so steep in lots of cousins and all the different things that you have that are different than here. Have you had an easy time or a hard time finding a community of friends who you relate to? You mean in the U.S.? Yes. The first year and a half was very difficult to find, like, just real people, you know? Especially in Miami. (laughs) You know, a lot of people tell me, oh, Miami, Miami. I think artificial communities are everywhere, you know, the Velvet Society and the artificial communities and the gossip, and it's, it's everywhere, honestly. It's in Saudi Arabia, it's here, it's everywhere. So in the beginning, yes, I was struggling a lot. Like, I'm like, where, where am I going to go? Like, I need this, com- this good community. Where am I going to find this good community? Because I'm a very social person, but don't put me with people that are not authentic or, or fake or gossipy, you know? Like, my mantra is mind your own business. So the, la- <laughs> the last thing I want to be is around people that gossip all day and go to lunches and dinners and, and shopping 24-7. Like, I love to shop, but that's not what I want to be surrounded with. So the truth is, Lisa, for a year and a half, I was lonely. I was very lonely. I had, I had, I would like get to know people and then leave them alone and then get to know other people and then leave them alone. I just didn't find my people until I went into yoga. All of my community today, my best, best friends are my yoga community. And so you didn't need to find people with a shared religion or same background. You just had to find people that show up. At all. No religion, no culture, all of these things I did not look for. Just I needed to find my safety net. You know, we are nothing without a community and community that's positive, that moves forward together. That's real. You know, that's that's real. That that's going through shit like you are. That's all that. It's amazing. You really are at home here. And it's so interesting because you kind of just arrived here just seven years ago. And yet this is this is your place. I'm glad that you feel so welcomed here. I feel so welcomed. Nobody has ever made me feel unwelcomed or because of my accent. Well, also, you know, Miami helps because nobody really is from the U.S. Right. You know, (laughs) That's but, true. but still, I've been to Boston, I've been to California, I've been to New York, and it's just always amazing, to be honest, always. Never had an issue. Yeah, I mean, I love to learn about your culture and instead of make you feel like you need to completely like conform to it. Right. So this year was huge for another big reason. Like I said, I met Mimi at Soul Yoga in Miami, which is an amazing studio with these infrared panels. And I guess that's back up and running now, right? Yes, it's back up and running with masks and, and, and uh, limited capacity. But it's, it's, it's there. I was there this morning. It's really the most beautiful studio in Miami. And every, like I've never been to a studio that's 
that beautiful anywhere, to be honest. It really is. It just is pristine and it has great energy and it brings the heat to the practice, which I personally love, but you don't lose the spiritual aspect that sometimes the heated community, which people associate with like intensity, like that the physical practice becomes prioritized, but not the spiritual. So it really is a beautiful blend. So this year you launched Mimi Yoga. Yes, I launched Mimi Yoga in July, actually, July 2020. It's insane. It's amazing. I had another Mimi on who does not yoga, but something else. And she launched her online platform this summer, too. And the two of you, it's like the year of the Mimi because the Mimi, the two, I love that. <laughs> the two of you have exploded, mind you, not just since June, you know, eight months ago or whatever that was, but in the middle of a pandemic. So what is Mimi Yoga? How did you make this leap and tell us everything? Honestly, I, it started in March, Lisa. It start, I didn't launch it in March, but it all started in March when I was like, okay, I am not going to sit here depressed, crying all day, thinking about how I'm going to move, where I'm going to move. I'm going to start teaching online. I'm going to post on my Instagram. It's, my Instagram is my best friend. It's you know, it's the window to the world. So I posted, I said, I'm teaching a free class. Everybody's welcome. Uh, This is the Zoom link. I posted the Zoom link and boom, the next day I go into Zoom and I get 81 people on my Zoom. And I'm like, holy shit, you know? And I just didn't stop. I kept kept doing the, the free class every week for like two, three weeks. And then I started to charge people. But I I would say in in the message, I would say, you know, it's $10 a class. If payment is hard, because a lot of people, you know, we're going through a lot of financial uh, hard times. If payment is hard, class is on me. So yeah, people kept showing up and showing up and it just kept growing and growing. And I would get people from Mexico, from Guatemala, from Venezuela, from Miami, from Saudi Arabia, from Dubai, London. Like I have 47 countries on my platform today. And then when I filed for divorce, I spoke to a good a, a, a friend of mine and I told him, I said, I said, I have two choices. I either have to start something like I have to start like monetizing my yoga properly or I have to go back to Saudi Arabia like I I have I I need I need to figure this out and he said you're not going back to Saudi Arabia and you are starting mimiyoga.com and he supported me so much Uh, he even invested in my company and he just made it happen to be honest all right hold on so let's back up for one second Previously, before online yoga was your thing, you would show up and teach how many people in a room? So I would teach my maximum in a room would be 45 people. Right. So you were like an online class of 80 people is one people. Yeah. Is like, wow, the opportunity. I never thought about it. I never thought I could have started online yoga like two years ago and access all these countries, but I never thought about it until we quarantined. And what was it like to have somebody invest in you? I mean, now you're telling me you didn't really work for a while. You were a mom, then you were a yoga teacher. And then all of a sudden you're a businesswoman. What is that like to have somebody invest in something that you have to create, something that doesn't even exist? It's scary 
you know, it's scary. And at the same time, it felt so good to have someone believe in me. You know, he told me, he said, I believe, I believe in you. So he's my student, to be honest. And mm. he's like, I've been coming to your class for three years and you are the greatest yoga teacher for, for me, for him. He's like, nobody has the ability to make me feel the way you, you make me feel. And, and he goes to a lot of other classes. So he's like, I believe in you. I trust you and I want to support you. And we got this. We're going to do it. And I'm, it was not easy, Lisa. It was hard. It was so hard. It's a lot more to learn than people realize. Yes, it's a lot. What happens in the back end and, you know, and, and it's just me, me. It's not like there's like five or 10 instructors teaching on the platform. It's just, it's me. It's a one man show. So it's a lot of energy. I want to show up for, every, for my students, for everyone in the best form ever. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard. It's hard to show up the way I show up with all this stuff going on in the back. So was he somebody that knew how to take the first step to develop the brand visually to yeah. Yeah. he did? He's, he's he's I can I can say his name. His name is oh. his name is Christopher Urig. He's a he's a co co-owner, co-founder of a tech company. So he's a tech guy. His tech company is called VBT, very big thing. So they build like like Airbnb and, and, and these apps, like big apps. He did not build the platform. He told me like your platform is too small for me to build. Right. But yeah, he, he knew the infrastructure. Like, exactly. Because again, you were just your work before was you'd get in your car, drive to yoga, teach an hour class, come home. Now you're dealing with email lists, promotions, photo shoots, membership, membership, support, teacher training, retreats. It's like it's like a whole, you know, umbrella. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Are there moments where you have what a lot of people call imposter syndrome, where it's like, I shouldn't be doing this, but I need to pretend like I know what I'm doing or your confidence is just so real? Thank God. I'm very, I, I, I use the word God, but yes, uh, I, I'm very confident. I'm confident. I love what I do and I do it with so much passion. I don't look at it as a, as a, as a job, to be honest. I look at it as, you know, passion. Like, like it's my fuel. But I've had moments, Lisa, from launch up till today, I've had moments where I just wanted to give up. That's it. I felt so depleted to the point where I was just not thinking right, to be honest. Like, it's very draining. What I do is draining. And it's also because I do too much. And, and like, my, my manager and, and the people that work with me tell me, like, Mimi, you need to take a break. You need to teach less classes at Seoul. You need to take care of yourself go to the beach, get a massage, all that stuff, and stop taking all these privates. Like, why, why are you doing that? And I'm like, I don't know. I want to keep going. And they're like, no. So, so yes, I do feel depleted. And I feel like I just don't want to do anything anymore. Nothing. And just for audience reference, when I met Mimi, you had over 100,000 Instagram followers to begin with. So you never had to do all of the, like you could have just been an influencer. I don't even know if you know this, you know, and posted about your lifestyle or whatever it was, whatever. Fashion or, or all that stuff. It started like that, Lisa. 
Oh, it did. Yes, okay. it did start. I, I, when when we met, I was Mimi Licious on Instagram. Remember? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was fashion and all. And then it just didn't it didn't satisfy me. It didn't make like I I was like it's not what I want to do. It's not I don't want to be on. And and I'm not judging the influencers. There's amazing influencers that I follow, fashion influencers. For sure. But I don't want to be posting a shoe and telling people swipe up and buy the shoe and. It's, it's, it's not what I want. You're just so in alignment of who you are. So, I mean, if that was in alignment of who you are, no problem. But for you, when you do this work of showing up to the mat every day and you see yourself as you are, it's very hard to then step off the mat and be something that doesn't feel right. It is amazing again, though, that here you are now with Mimi Yoga. You're in 46 countries. You could easily stop doing privates, teaching at Seoul, you know, all the things that you do. And yet you're still doing it all. I mean, you're obviously a natural born healer. But I think when people say you do too much, it sounds like you give too much. Yes. How do you receive? It's hard for me to receive. I'm learning. I'm learning. What fills you up, even if it doesn't happen often? I'm just curious. Being around good friends, laughing, going going out to, to eat with, with good friends. Do you like you like food, right? You I like a food. good meal. I'm big foodie. I love my tequila. You love your Cheetos. I we always love laugh my about Cheetos. <laughs> you know me too well. <laughs> yes. Uh, traveling. Like I love to travel to islands or anywhere where there is like be- like beach. You know, I love mm-hmm. I love the sun. So this is my self-care, to be honest. But it's hard for me to receive like like when when people want to take me out or invite me or like my best friends or even my students when they want to buy me something. I'm like, no, 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 I'll, I'll buy going out for a juice with a, with a student is hard for me to receive. One of my best friends, she's like a sister, Joanna, her name. She told me, Mimi, you you have to receive. You give so much. You have to receive. So I'm, you know, I'm training my working on it. Yeah, I'm working on it. Like Mimi, it's okay. It's okay. Get, take the juice, take the mat. Uh, Let this person carry your harmonium to your car. What's the big deal? You know, like, it's okay. Well, you've been taking care of your world since you were 17. And I don't know what life was like before that, but it is an abrupt shift to now trust that somebody else is gonna, you know, catch whatever you drop so to speak. So it's, it's a beautiful way to be learning and growing. And you showed up today with such um, an open heart. I wasn't sure how much you were going to share. I didn't know any of this stuff, (laughs) but have you experienced a relationship or love in any new ways that have opened your eyes to what you were perhaps missing? Yes, I am in a relationship you know, I've been learning a lot because I'm just not used to being in, in such a loving relationship and being loved so much by someone and cared and, and all that. So, and I have my triggers. They do come out every once in a while working on that. I I, I don't want to blame my ex for anything. I, I feel that I am also responsible for, for allowing myself and allowing him to mistreat me for such a long time and basically brainwash me I am responsible and we have a choice in life we do have a choice but as I said sometimes we we choose the easy way because we want the easy way out you know like we want I want the money I want the big house I want to travel I want I, I want to be comfortable blah 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 but deep inside I was not comfortable 
and I was not happy. I was miserable. So to go back to my relationship, he's amazing. He takes amazing care of me. He loves, loves, loves my do- my daughter. And she is obsessed with him. And we don't live together. I think it's, I, I just, I'm trying, Lisa, honestly, I'm trying to live the moment. I'm trying to be as present as possible and just enjoy this moment. Like when I told my dad that I'm seeing someone, he was like, thank, thank God, I'm so happy for you. You deserve it. I want someone to touch you. I want someone to feel you. I want someone to make you feel loved and special. And then the next thing he said, he's like, so what's the, what's the future plan? I said, mm-hmm. no, dad, <laughs> we're not going there. Like, <laughs> like, it's not happening. There's no plan. I'm not thinking of the future. I am thinking of now. That's it. Do you feel like a teenager learning all this relationship stuff almost for the first time? Yes, I do, to be honest. And he's five years younger than me, Lisa. Uh-huh. And he teaches me so much. And it's just because his journey was different. You know, his path is different than my path. And, and he has so much love and compassion so much patience with me that sometimes I feel like, like, I feel, I feel bad, you know, like, are you able to receive love from him though? Yes, I am. Good. I'm glad you deserve it. Thank you. My last question is, is there any part of your journey that you'd change? No, I think, I think the, the, if the journey I had and the journey and the path I'm on is what led me to be here today. And I wouldn't, change this for anything like living in the states and miami uh, having the boyfriend i have the you know and and the, the yoga community i would not change it the one thing i would change maybe is i wish i started to practice yoga at a younger age I mean, you, yeah, your whole life is just really amazing for me to watch. I love to pop into your Mimi yoga classes online, the live ones. You know, I love to surprise you. I love it. (laughs) I'm like, no way. (laughs) And I can't believe the community that you've built. And then I saw you posting about going on a retreat and I'm like, who's going on a retreat right now? Like who has the money, the time? And then I continue to watch your story the next day. And there's 30 of you jumping into a lake together or maybe more. Exactly 30 people. You got 30. Right. Yes. But it was so beautiful to see that people living and, you know, obviously done safely, I'm sure. But I was just like, wow, what you've created to get 30 people to go on a retreat. And I mean, I hope you really understand what you've created and right. I'm coming on the next retreat with a baby with possibly, baby. but we'll, we'll have a mommy and baby retreat, <laughs> but I am coming on that next retreat. I, Evan's going to come. Love that. It would, it, it would be an honor to have you. Do men go? You know, the first retreat I did was in November. Lisa was in Tulum. I had this November. Yeah. Last November was in Tulum. Oh, wow. Yeah. The, that was the first Mimi yoga retreat. We had 27 people and five of them were men. Wow. Uh, this retreat, I had one guy. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have fun? He had the best time. The best time. He, he's, he's, he's a student. He does privates with me on like regular basis. And he, he brought two of his girlfriends, like, like his best friends. He invited two of his best friends. So they shared a room. And yeah, it was, it was amazing. Well, I'm coming on that next retreat and I'm so proud of what you've created and it just comes from your heart and the world received it. And I only hope that you spend more of this year 
receiving whatever that is, whether it's a massage or time at the beach or, or a bag of Cheetos <laughs> or a bag of Cheetos. I just want you to receive because you truly do give so much to the universe. Even in this interview, I think like just the way you showed up, oh my gosh, there was just nothing not on the table from everything you said. It just must be you're living so fearlessly and it's awesome. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, my love. I'm going to put all of Mimi's information below. You can check out Mimi Yoga online. You can follow her on Instagram. I know you're going to want to. And we'll see you soon, Mimi. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.